This week on Access Louisville, we're going to recognize some of the companies that are giving back through philanthropy. Seems like the thing to do considering this difficult year we're experiencing. Stay tuned. Thanks for joining us. My name is David Mann, and joining me today is Allison Steins. Hi. And Sarah Shadburn. Hey there. Access Louisville is a weekly podcast from Louisville Business First. Each week, we bring you the latest news and the sharpest opinions on the city we love, Louisville, Kentucky. But before we do that, I'm going to start the show the way I always do, with a difficult question. This week on LouisvilleBusinessFirst.com, we had a story about a Christmas-themed coffee shop that's opening on Frankfurt Avenue called Christmas Morning Cafe. This new place comes from the owners of Coffee Zone on Westport Road. And some of the menu items are kind of fun. They include Rudolph's Fresh Berry Crepes, I'll Be Home for Omelette, which I think is an <laughs> amazing name, and uh, Santa's BLT sl Sliders. So it sounds like a fun place, and I uh, I can't think of too many themed restaurants we have around town. So my question to you guys is, if you could start a themed restaurant, what would the theme be? And I'm going to start uh, so no one steals mine. I think we <laughs> uh, we need like um, like kind of a nerd culture themed um, mm -hmm. restaurant. So I think all right, you got super chefs, which really goes into superheroes. So you could argue that they're they're already doing that. And then you have, um, uh, what's the place in J-Town? Uh, Rec Bar, and this kind of video game mm. themed. Uh, so they're doing that a little, but like, I think you could go way deeper on the nerd references and like, uh, you know, like Rec Bar, they kind of, they're video game themed, but they stick to like Super Mario references. I think you do deeper cuts than that, and you can do deeper cuts on uh, kind of the comic booky stuff and the Back, you know, back to the Future, like anything that's like, kind of nerdy culture or whatever. And I know maybe that's, uh, maybe I'm a little late to that game. I think the, maybe the nerdy culture thing has peaked, but uh, you know, Louisville, <laughs> we're always five years behind. So it'll be good for another <laughs> right. five years or something. Um, yeah, yeah. So that's mine. Uh, who's, who should I start with? Uh, Sarah, I guess I'll start with you. Uh, do you have any uh, good thoughts on this one? Oh man, this is such a good question. I wish I had thought about it a little more, but my, knee jerk is to do like a mamma mia slash abba themed cafe where oh wow, that's <laughs> it amazing kind of, right it would kind of be your choice <laughs> like, <laughs> you could either wear like the the glitz and glam bodysuit or you could wear like a really flowy like linen long-haired outfit um i just think the vibe would be incredible <laughs> and, um, that would be incredible there's yeah and there's a lot of uh potential there so Dang. That's good. That's gonna be. I didn't final think you answer. guys could beat me, but I think that might be the best idea. What do you yeah. got, Allison? I love Hello Kitty, so I think I would Ooh. do like a Hello Kitty Sanrio uh, brand mm -hmm. type uh, nice. cafe. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah that's that's a good one. I bet a lot of people would like that too. Um, I figured I would I would uh, just kind of get a flavor for that. Um, if you guys. Um, you know, uh, if you guys get these businesses launched, I'll be glad to to go check them out. Once you do, just just let me know. But uh, uh, anyway, that's the uh, nonsense for this week. We'll get into the uh, the real content here, which is our uh, partners in philanthropy program. 
Uh, we've been rolling out uh, partners in philanthropy content this week. We held an online event on Wednesday, and we've been posting stories all week and lists. And uh, I guess, uh, Allison, you really roll all this together, and you've been doing this for a number of years now, so uh, you can give us a flavor for it. Uh, how many companies are included on the donations list uh, this year? We have 68 companies that uh, participated on the three list. Mm -hmm. And that's probably, uh, uh, you know, I imagine a lot of companies give and, um, you know, you probably, how do you kind of, re do you just reach out to them and, and uh, ask them if they want to uh, be involved in the program or do they usually jump at the opportunity? Uh, well, we have a nomination up on our website that companies can go and nominate themselves or nonprofits may nominate companies to participate. Uh, mm -hmm. I just look, I look through, you know, web stories and see who I think might be a candidate for the list. So I make sure they get a survey as well as we have like over a thousand records in, mm -hmm. in the database for the publication. So it's a, I send out a lot of surveys for this. Yeah. And uh, so there's several different lists that you do as a part of this. So what all's in there? Well, we have the three lists that are ranked by cash donations. They are uh, categorized in small, medium, or large companies by revenue. We have that. Uh, and so those 68 companies, uh, their ca cash contributions in 2019 totaled $52.3 million. Very nice. Wow. All right. And then you, uh, you look at uh, volunteer hours as well, right? Yeah, we have three lists for those small, medium, and large of companies that have their employee volunteering, paid employee volunteering hours. And mm -hmm. so uh, we have that in there. And for all of the companies that participated on the list this year, uh, there were over 600,000 hours of paid employee time given volunteering in 2019. Yeah, 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 and so you're looking at it kind of in retrospectively, uh, from in in 2019. Um, so uh, I'm sure next year it's, it's probably going to be an interesting year considering uh, coronavirus and yeah. um a lot of the charity that went along with that. Yes, I'm really excited to see what 20 for the 2020 uh list. I think that'll be. That'll be really yeah, and, and and another thing, I kind of worry that that maybe the the philanthropy dipped a little bit uh, because mm -hmm. of the recession. But I guess we'll just mm -hmm. have to wait and see on that. Uh, and what other uh, what other content you you got as a part of that package? We have a, a volunteer of the year award that we present this year. We mm -hmm. did it. Uh, we gave it to Kathy Oligus for her work at Maryhurst. And Oligus owns the retail business fees on Shelbyville Road. Mm -hmm. uh, and, she, and Mary Hurst is a residential treatment center and school for girls. And so she has volunteered there. So we gave her a Volunteer of the Year award for that. Nice. We also have four innovative partnerships, which what we do is these awards are given to, for partnerships between a company and a nonprofit. And the four this year were uh, 610 Magnolia and Maker's Mark with their work 
with the Lee Initiative's Restaurant Recovery Program. Right. It had middle copies and printing with its work with Water with Blessings and UPS and its efforts at the St. Joseph Children's Home on Frankfurt Avenue. And then mm-hmm. the Perfect Day Cat Cafe and its adoption partnership with the Kentucky Humane Society. Right. And then Sarah wrote about uh, the adoption partnership. So that, that sounded pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. I mean, they all sounded really interesting. Yes. But, uh, yep. you know, we always want to talk about cats and, and right. stuff yeah. uh, around here. So um, uh, so what's that about, uh, just for people who aren't familiar with Perfect Day? Yeah, so Perfect Day Cat Cafe is um, kind of as its name sounds. It's a uh, full-service cafe where you can get uh, drinks and light snacks. And then they have a kitten room where you uh, can go and play with kittens and adult cats. Uh, it's not just a kitten thing. but we are in kitten season right now, which um, I believe goes from May to October, um, which I learned through reporting on the story. I but, didn't um, know there was a season, but I guess that makes sense. So right, it it does make sense. It does make sense. <laughs> I was like, what? Um, so uh, the partnership they have, they work uh, they work with uh, Kentucky uh, Humane Society, and uh, I think I, I saw. Uh, in the presentation, the uh, online presentation we have, they they kind of make sure the cats are ready for adoption, um, and uh, kind of at that state where people can pick them up, right? Yeah. So um, the partnership kind of works like the um, Kentucky Humane Society gets the cats and kittens uh, from several counties in Kentucky, and uh, they house the kittens until they're either um, eight weeks old or two pounds. That's like the um adoption specifics and then they send the like mature kitten to the cat cafe and uh i was talking with the vice president of outreach um at khs Alyssa gray and she said it was not uncommon for a kitten to be there only like an hour before it's adopted uh she said the cat cafe i know she said the cat cafe has been incredibly successful uh adopting off kittens and adult cats um in the off kitten season and um, are you guys cat people? I mean, did this? Did, I mean, Sarah, did this like story? Did you like love writing it because uh, because you're a cat person? Totally. I. Uh, it's funny. I've become such a cat person since moving in with my uh, sister and my best friend, who both have cats. Um, so I get to be kind of an aunt role to the to both cats, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it's super guiding fun. them along the way. Yes, <laughs> right. I get to just be like a gentle role model, not like the the full. Yeah, uh, you don't have to be an authoritarian. You can just be like the cool aunt. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you know what? My uh, love of cats has actually inspired better habits in me because my sister's cat will jump in my bed and hang out only if I make it. So I have started making my oh. bed just about every day to attract the cat, <laughs> which is a small See? thing, but I think is great. Yeah, a cat, a cat can help you improve your, uh, you know, your day to day, day to day life. So um, now, had perfect day. I don't know if this came up in your interview, but how have they fared since the pandemic started? Did they talk about that? Was that kind of keeping adoptions down? Or yeah, they they talked about it. it I think that they, um, they're saying they closed for a couple weeks, of course, like uh, a lot of public-facing businesses had sure. to do. Yeah. But um, they still were helping out with the Kentucky Humane Society. Um, they were doing a lot to make sure that they stayed involved with um, KHS, even though they were closed. 
Um, mm-hmm. And I think they did. Um, let's see. I'm like looking back through. They um, apparently they were just doing like a lot of donations, and uh, they were able to collect hundreds of bags of can- slash cans of food for um, the homeless animal population. So. Um, even though they That's were closed nice. a little bit, they were able to still keep up that philanthropic um, mission. Because their whole thing is just to make a positive impact on the homeless cat population, um, mm-hmm. homeless animal population in general. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. They're back open uh, as of late. Um, and so I don't. I really don't think it's slowed their progress at all, to be honest with That's you. Good. <laughs> That's good to hear. There is a lot of homeless cats out there. I know... Uh, see strays kind of running around my neighborhood from time yeah. to time Makes me sad. um yeah it is um so uh have you guys ever adopted a pet from uh kentucky humane society i have not uh i would love to i'm all about adopting um but at this point in time i haven't uh, yeah but i did tell the humane society people that a cat is in my future at some point. So <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'll be in touch. <laughs> yeah. I've adopted a couple of pets from there. And uh, like, I, I think they, they're a pretty good operation. It seems like they, uh, um, they have a lot of affiliations around town um, where they work with different groups to adopt cats out like, like this perfect day mm. cafe. I know they work with a couple other uh, groups like uh, feeder supply. We adopt, we adopted a cat from there a few Aww. years ago and it was from the humane society, but it was just like they had set up this partnership with feeder supply to, uh, have some, some cats for adoption there at the store. So I think they're a good group. They seem to work with a lot of different people. So probably keeps them busy over there. Um, I donated or I, uh, adopted my rabbit from, not from the Aww. Kentucky society, but from the Louisville Metro animal services. So I adopted oh, really? My- them. See, yep. I had no idea that they would adopt out rabbits. Right, same. They had, they had two rabbits actually when uh, we were looking, and uh, it's one of them. Oh, nice. So, what's your rabbit's name? Uh, this Lilo, is Lilo. I have two rabbits actually. One is named Thunder or Mr. T, and wow, Lilo. Yeah, that's awesome. Cute. <laughs> and yeah so you've always had like you, we've talked about this uh you you have more like instead of cats and dogs you have kind of some exotic pets right so what else do you got yes well you know i love cats and i would have cats but i am a allergic cat i grew up with cats mm. i had cats as an adult when i first moved out but i'm so allergic and i yeah not i've not been able to get a cat <laughs> Yeah. Away, but uh, we do have two rabbits, a hedgehog. Our hedgehog is named Rocky. We have two bearded (laughs) dragons. One is named Princess, and the other (laughs) is a fancy bearded dragon, and its name is Rango. We have an anole, and we have a beta fish. Ooh. So quite a uh, quite a menagerie there. Yes, and I'm growing some uh, tadpoles out on wow. the sidewalk. We have quite a few <laughs> right now. And one is getting really big. So I'm pretty excited to see that uh become a frog. Yeah. That's a Did heck you of a end collection. up with a bunch of frogs? <laughs> are you gonna like keep all the frogs or are you gonna 
give them to people or release them or what? I don't know. I have absolutely no clue. I didn't think that far ahead when we scooped up these tadpoles in the backyard. I was like, oh, this uh-huh. is so cool. And so I didn't even think this far ahead. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what That's to exciting. do when I have like 10 frogs. Yeah. I don't know. I, if I were you, I would just let them run wild, but I don't <laughs> that know. Maybe that's me. not the answer. Right. Yeah, just like, let... frogs are my favorite animal, but I don't need a pet frog. <laughs> otherwise, <laughs> I'd, otherwise, I'd take one, but I have a bunch of little, like, frog collectibles that I, I make my way with. Yeah. So, I think my favorite animal is a sloth, but that's probably because oh. I move very slowly, but they're, they're adorable, so. Yeah. Uh, Fortunately, no one. I don't think anyone keeps sloths as pets. I don't. I don't know. Maybe they're dangerous. Um. Anyway. Um. Well, look for more of our uh, partners in philanthropy content coming out here in the next few days. Um. We got stories about Perfect Day Cafe and uh some of the other uh innovative partnerships that are probably going up uh Friday, which probably be the same day as this podcast goes up. Uh, and those will be on our website, louisvillebusinessfirst.com. We'll also, I'll, I'll also link them uh, in the description for this show so that you guys can find them there. But uh, that's all we have time for this week. Uh, before we go, uh, let's go around the room here. You guys can share your social media handles and uh, so people can find you on, on social and uh, communicate with you that way. Uh, Allison, I'll start with you on this one. I am... Uh, on Twitter quite a bit. I am BF Blue Allison, and you can always find me on LinkedIn, Allison Stein. All right. And Sarah? Yeah, I am on uh, Twitter as BF Blue Sarah. Uh, I'm on LinkedIn as Sarah Shadburn. And if you want to follow me on Instagram, I consider deleting it like every other week, but uh, <laughs> my handle is Sarah.Shadburn. <laughs> nice. Um, I consider deleting mine sometimes too. Um, it's doesn't too it sound much pressure nice for just, me sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> like, what like, is Instagram worthy, nice quote unquote? It is. Just like, <laughs> just throw it all away. It's like I don't need these social media profiles. I think when I retire, <laughs> yes. I'll do that. But, uh, but for now, I'm on there, and you can find me. Um, I'm on Twitter at bflewdavid, and I'm on Instagram at dman3001. And uh, oddly enough, uh, you know, my profile picture is a picture of my cat who I adopted at Theater Supply. So, uh, so you'll see you'll see that kitty there. Um, if you like what you hear, uh, please consider subscribing to the Access Louisville podcast on popular podcast services like Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, and Radio Public. Uh, we also love reviews. If you have one of those, uh, good reviews, not bad ones. Of course. Um, Jk. Uh, Thank you very much, uh, Allison and Sarah. Thank you guys for listening at home. And until next time, bye. See you. Bye.